0: Welcome to the HVAC Insiders Podcast. I'm Jim DePalma. The goal of this podcast is to keep you up to date on the current trends and changes in technology
1: within the HVAC industry and to help you use this information to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Wales Darby, which is a major manufacturer's representative in the New York, New Jersey metropolitan area. We've been around for five decades, representing the world's largest and finest manufacturers in
0: the plumbing, heating, and HVAC industry. Welcome to today's show.
1: So Smith got started with uh, baby carriages, um, and that's when they really made them, not like they do today with the plastics and stuff. It was all you know, basically steel back then. Three of his sons joined the business, including Arthur Oliver Smith, who, where we get the name A.O. Smith from. In uh, 1899, A.O. Smith developed a new lightweight steel car frame, and then within a few years, he was selling that frame to Cadillac, to Oldsmobile, and also uh, to Henry Ford. And uh, so kind of the beginning of a lot of innovation. We always say that innovation has its name um, with A.O. Smith, and it sure does. So his son went on to carry on the family company, expanding the automotive business and introducing the world's first automated frame production line, uh, which was considered the mechanical marvel back in 1921. So we're, we're going way back in time. But around that time, our engineers also discovered and improved uh, different methods of welding, enabling the company to develop a variety of steel products, including pressure vessels for oil, uh, oil refineries, and um or refining i should say large diameter steel pipe i don't know if anybody is familiar but their contribution towards uh, uh even world war ii uh they created two or were helpful in creating two underground pipelines one called the big inch and one called the little inch uh the little big inch both crucial to the effort uh in transporting of uh, petroleum pl- uh, products during uh the world war uh, ii era. And they used a patented resistance uh, flash welding process. And that's how they kind of got in the business of doing that. And uh, they were able to roll steel uh, sheets of steel into pipe welding, uh, longitude type joints. And they were able to do this in such a cost-effective process. Uh, they were able to manufacture 40 foot longitude uh, total type uh, seams and large diameter pipe in 30 seconds. Uh, so eventually producing up to 35 miles of oil pipe per day. So I just give you a little, I, sometimes we think of A.O. Smith as just a, you know, a hot water heater co- company, but where they had the beginnings, even in, in contributing towards the, the war effort, making, um, the blockbuster class, uh, uh, bomb casings for world war II, um, all sorts of different, um, you think of all sorts of different steel things that would come out of that propellers they were instrumental in actually creating creation of propellers and stuff like that. So that's where we kind of got our start and then in 1939 Ao Smith produced its first residential water heater.
0: Wow, that's uh, that is a, a very rich history. Uh I, I didn't even know that uh there was so much innovation from, you know, from all the way back to the 1800s that led them to this point. That's uh that's that's amazing. So um, so with that being said, when A.O. Smith uh, got into the, industry, uh, into the business of uh, building tanks in 1933, what innovations did they bring to the industry?
1: That's a good question. I mean, among the many technological type uh, company uh, engineers, invest, uh, in all their investigation was the process of trying to figure out how to, to fuse glass to steel that was probably one of the biggest things. And this led to new products, including glass-lined beer kegs, uh, large glass-lined brewery tanks, and eventually the process for glass lining, as we know it today, uh, of a residential water heater. And uh, that, you know, glass-lined water heaters quickly became the standard of the industry and remain so even today. I think, we, you know, today we still use glass-lined tanks and that's still part of what we do. So. And that was all to protect steel from the corrosive effects of water. Because how do you have water in a steel tank and have it not corrode? You have to have something there. Other people have tried all sorts of different designs and and things into trying to coat steel, but the glass lining became a really big thing. And then in 2004, uh, A.O. Smith kind of reaffirmed its mastery of glass lining technology by introducing uh, the patented blue diamond glass coating on its best uh, conservationist um, residential water heaters. That's when they started really using that. And Blue Diamond provides the ultimate protection with more than twice the corrosive resistance compared to industry standard glass lining today. So that's that was a really, really big deal for us and it is still today.
0: Excellent. That's uh, yeah. It's uh, I mean, A.O. Smith led the industry in, in in that direction, and you know everybody's using that same technology now. So uh, you know, once again, hats off to A.O. Smith for you know coming up with that whole process and and keeping that innovation moving forward. So, um, so where is uh, A.O. Smith located, and uh, how long have you guys been over in that location?
1: I just dropped my drink. That's what I was just doing just now. Just. <laughs> All <laughs> my feet. Um, well, yeah, A.O. Smith's uh, World Headquarters are actually located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So we talked about the history starting in Milwaukee, um, still reside there today. And with our water products headquarters, um, that resides in Ashland City, Tennessee. We have uh, five manufacturing facilities in North America. Uh, we have additional operations in Canada, China, India, Mexico, the Netherlands, Turkey, the United Kingdom, and Vietnam a lot of lot of places there uh, to mention. but our North American AO Smith manufacturing facilities right here, which would be you know more of what we would be concerned about, are in Ashland City, Tennessee, Johnson City, Tennessee, where Jason's based at, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, El Paso, Texas, and Macbee, South Carolina.
0: Well, so all all over the place, that's good. Um, How many tank type water heaters can be manufactured in the facilities?
1: Well, you know, part of, because we are based in so many different places allows us to have some flexibility if there's ever any issues. I don't know if anybody remembers the flood that we endured in Tennessee, um, in the Nashville area. Uh, That flood basically took our Ashland City plant out of production. Uh, for some time. We were still able to produce water heaters because of the vast amount of plants that we have around the country. And so that was a huge, a huge help for us to be able to stay and really not give that much of a detour for our customers as far as trying to get product and and being able to keep up with lead times and those kind of things. So that's huge about that. I just wanted to mention that one part. I forgot about that. But uh, as far as how many tank water heaters we can manufacture, uh, our plant in Ashland City is really the the world's largest water heater factory. Um, I don't know if you knew that, producing uh, a water heater about every 15 seconds, if you can think of that, Uh, what a huge feat that is. Uh, We also have a a warehouse and distribution facility that allows us to hold up to 70,000 units So they're ready to be shipped as soon as the customer calls with a request uh you know we can get it out the door out the door and um, we still can be stressed even with that many that we're producing when you know uh, business ticks up uh we we got a lot of requests coming in and and that's a lot of wheels working
0: yeah absolutely uh i did have uh I, i did have the uh you know i was able to see the ashland tennessee building and it is a really impressive operation going on there, even the, even the storage yard and just so much, uh, so much going on over in that building. And even the the training facility over there, you know, they, they run a great program as far as the training facility is concerned too. Uh, So uh, yeah, A.O. Smith university. Um, So, Mm -hmm. uh, so how many tank type water heaters are shipped in the North America market per year?
1: Well, as an industry, more than um eight point five million residential water heaters are shipped in uh the North American market each year. Uh, more than two hundred and thirty thousand commercial water heaters are shipped each year, so that's there's a lot of that's a lot of water heaters
0: yeah, absolutely. i uh, just looking over here to see if we have any questions from the audience. I wanna make sure that we got everything covered here, make sure that uh, if there's voices out there that wanna be heard, we can bring them in. So far, so good. So anybody, if you have any questions at any point in time, please feel free to throw them up in the question box and uh, we can ask uh, Jason and Joe uh, what that question may be. Um, Anything regarding A.O. Smith that you could think of, yeah, feel free, please. All right, so uh, yeah, so moving forward, uh, with the lion's share of the market in tank type water heaters, how many did A.O. Smith get into the tank, or I'm sorry, how and why did A.O. Smith get into the tankless market?
1: Well, that's that's a an interesting question because A.O. Smith being a monster uh, manufacturer of water heaters, you would think the last thing on their mind is, uh some other kind of technology such as tankless water heaters um because they're so good at what they do what they currently do with um you know round type product as we call it as opposed to the square type product which would be the tankless product and uh so you know the the gas tankless water heater market has been a growth category for the last decade and i think what happened is ao smith has been uh in in the tankless category since the early 2000s and it's remained kind of an important part of our leadership position in the industry but getting there wasn't always how would you say um just an easy transition because they were so good at what they currently did this was a different wheelhouse so they had to kind of bring in some of the expertise and uh to be able to really understand Tankless but they saw Tankless wasn't going away a lot of people thought the tankless was a fad that was short, you know, short-lived, uh wasn't going to h- hang around too long. Uh people were going to get, you know, tired of the cost of it and uh the 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 labor intensiveness of uh, an installation and all those things that came along with uh some of the points of of tankless water heaters that uh you know, we thought maybe you know, maybe that wouldn't be something that they would be interested in, but they they were smart enough to see that this industry, this part of the industry, was growing um, every year. So they thought, you know, if we're going to be all things hot water, and I always say that, uh, ta- you know, A.O. Smith is not a hot water heater company as much as um, hot water products. So they're not just not tank water heaters; they're any kind of hot water products. If it hot water goes through it, they want to be a part of it. So, you know, tankless just made a whole lot of sense. If they're going to, you know, this needs to be a part of their category. And, uh, so in 2010, AO Smith entered a joint venture with Takagi. Uh, Takagi is near and dear as far as that name to me and Jason, because we were both Takagi employees, um, for, for years, Jason before me and, um, a great tankless water heater company was trying to get it to go, uh, as a family company here in the, in the United States. And uh, I think it was just the right timing when AO Smith, um, you know, entered into this joint venture with Takagi, and with a mission to produce the highest quality residential and commercial tankless products on the market. So what happens is, is that product comes over from Takagi Japan, um, but that product is a, a product that's made for the U.S. market. Jason Jans has uh, a lot of um, the responsibility and the credit towards making sure we have a product that is for the contractors. Uh, in the U.S., not necessarily what they need in Japan or somewhere else. And uh, so making sure that we have the right product, we'll talk a little bit more about what's coming. And uh, Jason was instrumental in making sure that these things that we need for the U.S. market was communicated to those in Takagi to make sure that we have this in this joint venture, that we can become a powerhouse in Tankless because we have the expertise of uh, Takagi and the, the powerhouse of Experience and distribution, and all those things of AO Smith to bring together a tankless water heater into a company that also has what all the other tankless manufacturers don't have, and that is a wide breadth of product line. They have all these tank products that also can complement the tankless, uh, where the other guys can only really sell tankless and they don't really have an avenue for because they don't manufacture tank products. And so, our partnership with Takagi has allowed us to continue to elevate our game inject our innovation and that spirit into the category uh that we see today
0: beautiful uh yeah and something to add to that so A.O. smith did kind of come you know so to speak a little bit late to that parade as, as as far as getting into the tank list but when they did they kind of uh you know saw what was coming out from existing products and improved on it a little bit when they released their first uh, series of tankless units, which then you know went on to the next uh, sort of series. Um, so uh, yeah, so very, very impressive as far as the, uh, the drive. And, and once again, I, I, I hate to beat it over the head, but as you said earlier, the innovation of AO Smith and being able to kind of see how the industry is playing out and plan ahead to to be in the right position to continue pushing business forward so uh that's that's very admirable as far as that business aspect is concerned um what tankless products does ao smith offer to the industry right now well that
1: that product line is is quite vast i mean i i will i will say this you know when when you talk about ao smith um and getting a little bit later into the game um you know you know, me and Jason know what it's like on the other side. And as you, we came into AO Smith thinking, are these guys truly serious about tankless? And not just because we're now AO Smith employees, but because we saw the um, how would you say the the support, the backing, the the actual you didn't you don't hear of tankless making it into uh some of the high level calls that happen today within our company as it does today. I mean, within the last five years you've heard more and more of tankless becoming a really strong focus of A.O. Smith. So that's huge because that helps in having that uh, ability to be able to sell the products that we do have, that we do offer to the industry. So A.O. Smith offers, again, a wide variety of gas. Uh, we also have uh, electric uh, tankless water heaters that we've just uh, basically brought into the lineup not too uh, long ago, uh, within the last two years or so. Um, and then we also include not only just tankless, but also tankless with uh, the ability to expand um, tankless rack systems, which is great for commercial applications where we can rack multiples together and, um, and actually have, you know, the uh, you know, all this endless hot water, but being able to have it in a large volume where you would typically see large commercial tanks. Now we make some great um, commercial water heaters. And the rack systems and our tankless isn't to take away from the fact that we still have some of the greatest and the most efficient tank water heaters on the commercial side, but there's also a desire for some companies to uh, wanna go in the way of, of tankless for uh, towards that green movement, even though you know we have some again, high efficient tank product and the cost savings that they can get with possibly a tankless system. So, it's really been the best of both worlds. Before in the past, me and Jason would go into an account and if it was too big, we would have to say, "Look, you know, um what we have really isn't going to do it for what you're trying to do." And we'd have to walk away from there without a, you know, without being able to sell anything. Today, me and Jason go in, can go in there and say, "Hey, look, uh we have not only these great tanks, but we can take our tankless rack system, we can join it up with a Uh, storage tank, 119 gallon storage tank or larger, and we can provide buffer and volume being supplied by endless hot water. So that variety of being able to have that product lineup. So we go from non-condensing where we got our start to condensing to now commercial, even commercial sized, And now our next generation as it comes out. So we're moving with the industry. Um, Some others have have moved a little bit quicker on certain segments of uh, the business, but uh, we've we basically have gotten to the point where we are have caught up to those because again we're a little bit more deliberate in our approach to the market because we want to make sure that whatever we put out there is going to be solid. And again, uh, hats off to Jason and his team making sure that the products that we do produce are well tested and and you know we're on this threshold of launching this new residential gas product line uh gas tankless product line called the x3 uh and it has this x3 scale prevention in it uh this technology so this new feature extends the life of the unit three times longer than traditional tankless making it the first tankless product that maintains a like new performance without requiring regular scale related maintenance and we'll get into that but that's huge that's a cute it's a game changer so you, you you know you saw our history. We go way back with a lot of innovation. We're still innovating today.
0: Right, and and even uh, even before and before we get into the the, the X3, which uh, which is upcoming, which I'm personally very excited about. Uh, you know, we we also have uh, a, a a lot of water quality products as well that go right along with that tankless. So uh, uh, A.O. Smith really has, has its finger on the pulse of the industry and uh, they, they just keep going. So, um, yeah, so uh, we did talk about the history earlier. So by looking back at the, in, at the tankless market, both gas and electric over the last five to six years, what did it look like then as opposed to uh, where it is now? And where do you see the tankless market going looking forward?
1: Well, I tell you what, uh, you know, tankless in the market over the last five to six years and and some of the changes that have happened uh, since we've been in it have been, um, you know, so fast. Things are changing quickly. Energy efficiency and sustainability, along with its uh, with a smaller size and ability to produce continuous hot water is a huge um, drive uh, to why tankless has taken a foothold um you know the installation decisions making tankless water heaters uh today even a top choice for residential commercial applications because the ability to be able to give endless hot water and a steady temperature supply so those two things are huge where you don't have the capability to be able to do that as well with a tank product where you have endless hot water you're going to run out of some hot water uh, even though we have some that are very close to endless hot water as far as producing today, but the steady temperature supply where we don't lose temperature over a course of time. And that is big towards energy efficiency. And, uh, since those things have changed, you've heard of all the NECAs, you know, we're at NECA three going on to the NECA four. I think eventually, um, those changes, governmental changes have caused um us to have to change some things and and become even more efficient and tankless has been able to fit in there where the tank product had to get a little bit fatter a little bit taller um so but we also know some of the issues so when you say where's the tankless market going looking forward uh one of the things that we were faced with is what is the next thing to do with tankless i mean what's the next great thing i mean some of the other manufacturers hats off to them have come up with uh, the ideas for a lot of things. When it comes to smaller venting, when it comes to um, you know uh, gas being able to get down to lower gas water column pressures and things like that, um, you know that's that's huge for the tankless market. So almost everything's been done that you could do, except for one thing that's been hanging out there. That's probably the one, the biggest killer of gas tankless water heaters today is scale matter of fact scale is number one in in, as far as the enemies of gas of of water heaters when it comes to tankless especially because of us heating so quickly so so fast and so hot close to so close to a burner uh to a heat exchanger uh we have a lot of scale that can build up pretty quick so scale prevention technology has been an emerging trend in the industry so let me say this that we AO Smith again the way that they innovate is amazing because they've already been in the business of buying and acquiring uh, water treatment companies people that are in that business already and taking those technologies and bringing them in and being able to do things with it well that couldn't be the most perfect timing for us to be able to do what we're doing because our new x3 technology is highly uh, effective at minimizing the impact of scale on a water, uh, on a heat exchanger. That has never been done before. We've always had to flush tankless water heaters. We've always had scale builds up in the water heater. And then even after flushing, you never get back its full um, efficiency. So eliminating the need for an annual flush of the system is a huge, I, 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 I can't say it enough, it's a huge game changer. And of course you're hearing it from a sales guy, but I would think that every contractor out there putting this in and every homeowner that has had a leaking heat exchanger and had been down without hot water for a little while until it could be replaced, I think would also agree that that is a huge game changer uh, for them in that situation. So from a commercial standpoint, we also continue to see uh, advancements in that area because, I, you know, the X3 is on the residential side, eventually will be in the commercial side. But from the commercial standpoint we continue to see rack systems as an ongoing trend so commercial rack systems and big buildings hotels hospitals schools you know most commercial jobs prioritize minimal downtime so our tankless rack systems come with all the gas and plumbing connections pre-manifolded to simply uh, to simply take that installation make it really an easy process uh the use of multiple heaters also decreases the downtime and then we have redundancy built into that whole system so if one goes down uh in a tank side if you don't have multiple tanks one goes down you're you're kind of out of business for a little bit until you can get that replaced with a tankless you can have a multiples one goes down and you still have hot water may not be the total demand that you're asking for but you still have hot water so there's some redundancy built in there which is uh, awesome. So that's kind of where we see tankless, where we're going, where we're heading.
0: Beautiful. You guys right. hear me? You know? uh, John has finally uh, gotten his <laughs> computer issues computer, out, it's so. only third computer. <laughs> uh, you know, better late than <laughs> yeah. never, right, Johnny?
2: <laughs> yeah, third third <laughs> computer. That is what it is, you know.
0: It's before... Yeah, it before we go ahead and turn it over completely over to John, I do have a question that I want to address that is from the audience. Uh, what is the process when AO Smith wants to develop a new product?
2: Hmm. Jason, you want to field that one? Yeah, that's a Jason sure. Jones
3: right there. <laughs> no. It, um, it starts with an idea. I mean, it starts with our product management group and our sales group bringing ideas, and from you guys, um, John and Rob, and and all of our customers bringing ideas to us. And it starts getting looked at internally. We form teams um, to start vetting those ideas and putting a product management team together, marketing team together to understand what the customer is looking for. Um, basically, to understand and get the voice of the customer, develop those specifications, and then goes to our engineering groups to start developing um, what you guys are asking for. Um, And then we spend uh, anywhere 18 months to, depending on product, maybe up to three years, in our case with the X3, um, developing it, going through all of our testing um, so that uh, we're bringing you guys a product that you can rely on and depend on. Um, so all through that, we're talking, all through the development process, we're talking to the customers about these ideas and um, going through our our program to, uh, to test everything. And again, make sure we've got something dependable and reliable and meets the A.O. Smith name and the innovation side of it too. Because uh, we don't want to just bring a Me Too product out in case in point with the X3 by integrating in the X3 in there to help with the protecting the heat exchangers. Um, as Joe said, uh, that has been one of our biggest issues out there. And, and it's a it's part of the industry, um, you know, with heat exchanger it is leaking and scale. So we wanted to bring that in and we've spent three years, three to four years developing this technology testing um testing our heaters and making sure that the scale uh prevention x3 technology is working and um, we're quite confident confident and very excited to be uh, launching this product specifically so the the acquisition of aquasana was a
2: big part of developing that x3 correct
3: absolutely and as joe mentioned yeah develop um acquisition of aquasana um we've the company jumping into water treatment to be all things water solutions. Um, so yeah, we've had a, a bunch of team members, a lot of people with experience and we put a group together um, with water treatment experience, our tankless experience and all work together um, to develop this, this water heater, but also integrating with the X3. Right. Well. And, and,
2: and that's not new because you guys went to China years ago and started that water treatment side of the business to really, you know, go over there, learn, grow. Now you are have all that stuff here in the States, purchased Hague out of Ohio. So trying to keep as as much stuff, you know, in the United States as possible from a manufacturing standpoint. So, you know, buying and partnering with good companies within the U.S. is, is important to a lot of people. I think that's important. So um, I really like the way, you know, you guys look at the whole picture. It's not just about, quote-unquote, rolling steel, making, making tank-style water heaters. Um, back to that question Rob started with, you know, the marketplace. What does the marketplace look like? What percentage of the market? We, you know, Rob talked to you guys about the tank side of the business and how many tanks are made and shipped in the U.S. market. Um, out of that market, this, this tankless product is starting to eat into that tank world. As far as market share, um, do you know the numbers? Can you break that down a little bit for everyone and and so they understand that
1: market a little better? well, the you know the the tank market has for a long time been the and and still is today, uh, of course, the huge player uh, with the massive amount of market share. Um and of course, A.O. Smith has theirs, which is great. And um, so today, if you're just to take tank versus tankless, we're still probably the the tank market. I would say probably is at 85 to 90 percent of the market today. Mm -hmm. Um, Tankless is probably you know uh, at that 10 percent. I would say of the market and growing. Um, You know, depending on the year, Uh, some days some years we we have some really you know big growth. Unfortunately, COVID has kind of really put the brakes on uh, a lot of our, our tankless uh, sales in general, I think for all manufacturers, because you have uh, something that a little bit more detailed when it comes to uh, the contractor having a conversation with a, a homeowner. With these stay-at-home orders and, and business being shut down, that really hasn't been, uh, you know, it takes a little bit more to sell a ta- tankless water heater into a retrofit where they have a tank. The easier thing is, right? The customer wants, hey, just replace my tank out of the house. Right. The tank takes a little bit more time to sell, and then the installation is going to take a little bit longer than a tank product. If you know, you know you got to have to work with the venting and the gas line, those kind of things possibly. So, because of that, and we're trying to always cut those things down and make it easier and easier uh, for the installation side of it. That has, you know, caused us to, you know, take a little. Pick up here right now, starting off, but we still plan on having a really great year this year. And I think all tankless in general continues to grow. And I think with new um, initiatives, uh, when it comes to utilities, when it comes to rebates, when it comes to the whole green segment of the business, tankless isn't going anywhere. Tankless is gonna continue to grow. And I think that's why A.O. Smith is positioned perfectly to be able to handle that growth and be able to kind of balance both and making, you know, making giving the customer whatever hot water solution that they're looking for, if that answers right. your question.
2: Yeah, I think the last time I looked at it, I think it was like, uh, it took like five years for the market to double. And now they think in the next two years, it'll double again. And about 95% of the installs are, are new construction and about 5% of tankless installs retrofit application so right to your point there it is a more difficult sale to someone who has a tank style water heater and and I like how you went over earlier you know the myth of you know can you run you know I always wonder I always go over the fundamental differences when I do a tankless training you know tank style compared to tankless and I always ask the question can I take this tank style water heater and run it out of hot water well of course I can I can have cold water coming out of the hot water side of the water heater because I drew more water off than it's able to produce with the tankless you you said it earlier you know it'll neck down the flow to guarantee to deliver you the target temperature um, that you're looking for which is great so on this x3 you know we're talking innovation and and that's part of A.O. Smith's you know just in general that's in their in their name right Um, with innovation For a contractor, there's always fear built into innovation. So, to Jason and his team, you know, what can we tell the contractors? What is AO Smith's position? What has AO Smith done? Where have you tested this equipment? You know, how can we know we're going to go to the market and be, you know, bulletproof tested? So it's not a learning experience in the field. You know, we're not going to go out there and exercise our demons in the field and, and have version one, version two, version three, like we see, you know, other manufacturers out there constantly changing something as things fail, they change it. You know, what can we say here today to the people that are listening to uh, make them comfortable that this new innovation has been put through the paces?
3: So we treated this just like every other product, and we run through a rigorous test program where we try to put the heater through its paces in our labs um, before they get out there. So like you said, we don't have a version one, version two, version three, um, and we wanna try and catch issues, address them, um, and fix them and get them out of the heater uh, before we launch. Um, with the X3, we've spent the last four years running tests. We have a facility in um, Roswell, New Mexico, where we do a lot of hard water testing, um, putting water heaters through their paces. Um, And we spent a good amount of those four years just testing uh, our X3 technology with our water heaters, Uh, getting through to a simulated 15-year life um, of the heater so that we can have that 15-year heat exchanger warranty that we're putting out there and we're standing behind, um, but showing that our X3 can handle that. So um, we've done that with number of heaters uh, different configurations to get to where we are today in um, Roswell New mexico their water hardness varies during our testing anywhere from 30 grains hard up to 50 grains hard putting through um, our heaters so we we always as everything had a control heater where did not have any of the x3 technology on it and um, you know the heaters would stop running um because the scale just builds up so quick there because because roswell has way harder water than most of the country and especially over in the northeast um, it would so but the but our heaters continually performed um, we continually kept those heat exchanger tubes clean and tested and have like new thermal efficiencies on the heaters um so our biggest thing here with this was addressing uh scale and preventing that so that our customers can know that they've got this water heater in and that um like joe said you won't have to worry about issues due to scale um which has been our chief our chief um chief issue when we go through and we're looking back at all of our our service calls and our warranty calls
2: right so if we go back to the ati the atos you know, again, mm-hmm. that partnership with Aquasana, with the product preserver. So, you know, pretty much we rep a lot of different products and we have a couple of other products that, you know, use water and heat it rapidly. So we recommend that product preserver on on those items, you know, to protect yep. it two years, replace it and move on. You guys went a step further with the X3 technology and say, now we're going to do 15 years on the water side. Um, You know, why Roswell, you talked about why Roswell, the hard water and everything like that. We do have hard water in in this New New York, New Jersey area Uh, should be nowhere near, you know, where Roswell is. But I I thought it was really interesting when we we went to the uh, marketing meeting and uh, you guys were kind of launching this in front of us as reps. And it was said that, you know, it's a 15 year warranty. You're putting it in writing. And if there is a heat exchanger failure, they would want a sample of the water and you would develop a filter X3 technology, whatever you want to call it, that would address that condition that made that heat exchanger fail. I thought that was extremely interesting that a manufacturer, you know, just wants to get to the bottom of every problem and you know you guys talking open here about you know the number one part that fails on a tankless water heater usually is the primary heat exchanger right you know it's yeah, not other
1: one ahead, thing john, john I, I was going to say is is you know that's not just uh that's just not copper heat exchangers either
3: oh no that's i'm saying that's tankless in general well. yeah. Oh, yeah and
1: and, yeah. and i was just just to bounce off of what jason was saying you know you know, everybody thinks that there's a lot of there's a thought out there that if you have stainless steel heat exchangers you know you're not going to scale this is not a problem well i tell you what we have we've tested competitor stainless steel heat exchanger units out there in roswell and have gotten them to fail just about the same time as an API, you know 540 whatever the case is right um because scale once it starts building up it just you know and and frankly that that's a that's a concern for whatever material so if you could make something that you could if you could make copper scale free You're going to have no problem with stainless steel because it does have a little bit better endurance to corrosive and and, uh and and scale and things like that than a copper would because copper you know uh is that yeah different material so right we we tested on that copper and i tell you what after that time we stopped the test the test actually didn't fail those were still running after a simulated 15 years of course we can't run 15 years without the time But we ran and with different on offs and different, you know, you know, things that you would daily do in a a household and stuff like that through put it through its paces. And then at the end, uh, basically, we had a clear heat exchanger. And that's why we're able to say you could set it and forget it. Nobody's been able to say that with a tankless water heater. You set it, forget it. You don't ever have to go back there and flush it again. You don't even have to put the flushing valve kits on it. Um, you already have t- typically a shutoff for the hot side on a tank water heater. You just put one on, I mean, on the cold side, you put one on the hot side, and and that's it. Um, you know, pressure relief valve is, is built into the unit, yep. uh, comes with it. So it really is the answer to the scale problem and probably the biggest problem overall out there tank yeah right and and
2: with that scaling you know the one side we normally don't look at right when this product is sold it's you you were saying earlier about being green and you know conscious of your carbon footprint and and, you know there's there's folks out there that want a tankless water heater for those reasons and if we put a tankless water heater in and we scale up the inside you know that deteriorates the efficiency you know we're not able to produce as much hot water number one and then on the carbon side you know, we're not as running as efficiently as we were when we sold them that piece of equipment. So Jason, you were saying earlier that this not only helps, you know, without having to do the flushing as Joe said, but on the combustion side, run through that again on the efficiency.
3: Right. Since we're not, when you scale up the heat exchanger, you start to hurt that heat transfer into the water. So your efficiency goes down. And with the X3, since we're, keeping that scale from sticking to the heat ex- to the heat exchanger walls um, we can keep our efficiencies up in those upper 90 percent um, just so down the road 10 years down the road you're still going to have a like new efficiency water here it's not going to drop off because you've had scale build up on the inside um, right so, so we can so continue he- to operate efficiently for the consumer
2: Right, so the UEFs and all these efficiency numbers we see on all these different water heaters, we're gonna adhere to that number much better than our competition will because we're gonna have a cleaner water side, which will allow the combustion side to transfer energy back. So with this heater, you know, the changes, all the different changes on the water side, what changed on the combustion side? Is there still two heat exchangers? Is there one heat exchanger? You know, just run through that real quick for everybody so they understand, you know, what's changed on this unit.
3: Yep, so the X3 does have a new combustion system if you're familiar with our 540s. Um, we did go to stainless steel heat exchangers. Um, uh, they do They do have better corrosive properties, anti-corrosion properties. Um, it also helped with the efficiency as well. Um, we are down firing instead of up firing, so all that condensate will drain to the bottom as well um and for us we incorporated two inch venting uh with with cpvc polypropylene uh right into the top of the heater so just take the bell end straight in clamps and we do have a couple screws just to secure the the vent tube to the uh, flue collar um so those are those are the biggest things the x3 does have a built-in recirculation pump as well so if you've got a home with a dedicated return line there is a port you can bring that line right to it or and we do have the capabilities if you're using a crossover valve so where you're just bringing the hot water to your um to your fixture and just pushing it back to the through the cold line our heaters can handle that um, and and help you out there as well Um,
2: uh, negative pressure on the gas valve now or are we still positive pressure what do it's, we do no, it's a yeah. negative
3: pressure uh, combustion system so
2: uh gas inlet pressure now we're, we're able to get down lower than we were prior
3: yeah we can handle down to a three and a half inch water column on the supply side uh, and that will still fire will that still fire at full rate at 3.5 Yes, as long as you've got um, with your full supply, your gas line sized and you're getting three and a half at the water heater and max fire will be able to still handle full rate. Great, great.
2: So uh, the last question I have here, you know, we've got about seven minutes left and there's a few other things I want to go over. But, um, you know, with that much testing and, and an absolute rock solid warranty, I've never seen a warranty written the way that you guys wrote this warranty up. You know, it actually addresses exactly what you will do if it fails. There's no limited lifetime, you know, all the special wording you hear on all the other products out there. This just tells you 15 year warranty, you know, and it's a straightforward, uh, straightforward warranty. Um, how do you think the X3 will change the tankless marketplace now? You know, when we see this thing on the street here within the next three, four weeks, um, what's it going to do? How's it going to impact the market? And. Um, You know, what do you guys anticipate going on in the marketplace as far as competition? How are they going to react to this and so on?
1: Well, I I think that, you know, this is something that has been, you know, A.O. Smith being a longtime innovator in the water heating industry, um, you know, in in recent years, we focused heavily on water treatment because we think that's a big deal. And that's what everybody else is concerned about. So it makes sense that these two technologies can kind of strengthen and improve each other. So we're we're kind of excited to debut this, this product that'll change the way the industry thinks about tankless water heating. And I think that's where we're going to have an edge. And that's why I think we got um, some of our competitors, if not all of them, um, kind of a little fearful, um, you know, kind of sitting back on their heels going, you know, what's what's going to happen here? Because we are the first to this to do something that uh, has never been done before. And we've taken Talk about that 15-year waterside warranty. We've taken um, any kind of restrictions that we used to have on a 15-year heat exchanger uh, on water quality, as far as scale, out mm-hmm. of there. So that's right. how, if if we were to compare ourselves to somebody else, another competitor, we would say pull the warranties, look at what their 15-year says, look what our 15-year says if they have a 15-year, and um, and compare them because we're addressing the number one problem with tankless products, and that's scale buildup. So scale buildup in the tankless heat exchanger is the primary reason for failure. So if we take that reason away and there is no issue with failure, we can now we, we've always talked about it. We say we've had a 15 year warranty even on our uh our current product that we have today. Um, you know, that is there's some exclusions in there as far as your right. water quality. So if you have soft water, you could make the 15 years. It's made to to make the last of 15 years. Just that there's not too many places where they have good soft water or that they properly maintain the the tankless. I don't think anybody really does that the way they should. So this is huge. So this opens the door up to um, a lot of avenues where you're taking a product. And if you take our product and you start subtracting out the things that you no longer need. Okay. No, no longer need valve kits, no longer need a water treatment system itself uh, for the scale uh you don't need those things um so you could take kind of take them out of the equation all of a sudden you're seeing that you have something you know where we're at when we're coming to the market with that's going to be able to protect uh that heater from the harmful effects of scale buildup and keep a happy customer happy you know what i mean so they're happy when it gets put in there if it fails in five six years they're you know you're gonna have an unhappy customer who even if you know you're having problems trying to deal with that as a contractor if you could put something in there and walk away from it and have your that own your own um how would you say self-satisfaction that what i just put in there is an industry best that i could walk away from and be confident that for 15 years um you know it's going to be protected against scale and uh that kind of issue Which is again the number one killer of tankless water heaters today. Doesn't mean that might not have some other problem that could happen with installation issues and stuff like that. Still always an issue. We're not saying this is perfect. It's gonna. But as far as what it's gonna be able to do, um, it's a big deal.
2: It is a big deal.
1: So we're down to a few minutes here, Jason.
2: uh, You were involved with this pretty much from the beginning. You know, just uh, touch on a couple of items that you know might have started out one way and ended up the way it ended up for the better, you know, on the original design, probably had a a wall with a, you know, competition on the wall. And then you guys started the design and, you know, what, what, how many different times did you just redirect this thing to finally get to the end result of what you're producing today? Oh, a bunch. Um, you know, I can't even
3: count. Um, because, just can't come up with something and have it done in the next month every time uh, you see something out there you get a new idea or a customer comes in says hey what about this then we start thinking can we implement that can we integrate that into the water heater and and get that out there for the customer um, as they were asking and and suggesting so it, it's a lot. Like I said, we've probably we've probably been working on this one. The idea started about four years ago um, with integrating um, uh, uh, a media in there to reduce scale. It all started with how can we deal with uh, leaking heat exchanger scale buildup. And right. it started here and now we've got to this and we're getting ready to put give this out to everybody.
2: Great. So we're almost at that one-hour time frame. I'm sorry I had computer issues. I, I thought it was. Uh, I wanted to bring up that Smith Motor Wheel. Rob's got all the bicycles hanging there in the background. Put one of them Smith <laughs> Motor Wheels right on one of them bicycles and go cruise around the neighborhood. But um, <laughs> I just want to thank you guys for coming on. And um, you know, we you know we did we did put on that screen there in memory of John Myers. John Myers, you know, to me. Uh, I, I was lucky enough to work with him for five years at, at Wells Derby and then he retired and um he shared a ton of knowledge with me. Um I really went under John's wing for five years and, and learned a lot in the hot water world. And you know, I always say John kept everybody in New Jersey in hot water. So um definitely gonna miss miss him. Great guy, did a ton for our industry, dedicated his life to hot water basically um just the just all around good guy and uh joe rob jason rob thanks for jumping in there appreciate it everybody everybody gave us an hour of your time tonight it's appreciated um all the effort behind the scenes from from our contractor services group uh thank you guys and uh thank you everyone for tuning in uh we got a couple of these going next week and. that's it. Wrap it up. 8 o'clock, 7 to 8, one hour on the dot. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Talk to you later.
0: All right. Thanks a lot, everyone. Take care.
3: Thank you. Take
0: care. Take care.